0: Hey everyone, welcome to a very special bonus episode of Thrills and Chills. We are about to kick off season three, but before we do, I wanted to bring on some friends of Sharebird, our very own Mary Sheehan of Women in Product Marketing, Jeffrey Vosell of Product Marketing Experts. Thank you both for coming on.
1: Thanks for having us, JD. Great to be here.
2: Yes. Thank you, JD. I'm really excited to be with you all.
0: I know this is like really exciting. I don't think it's the first time in Sharebird history, all three hosts of like very kind of similar podcasts are on. We're going to be plugging season three for all of us actually. So season three, Thrills and Chills will be going out next week. Mary, yours is coming up shortly after. And then Jeffrey, like yours is already launched. So talk to us a quick, give us a little like teasers of your own show. Mary, go
1: first. Well, yes, JD, as you said, season three is coming out. We'll continue the theme of celebrating the fantastic women of product marketing. So this is a focus area on all the ins and outs of being a woman in business and crushing it at product marketing. I think this season, we're also going to focus on those that are newer in their PMM career, as well as keeping a running dialogue with directors, VPs, and some CMOs of big companies that you've heard of. So tune in. Can't wait to have you all listen in and thanks JD again for having us
0: yeah if you haven't been listening you should be if you're a thrills and chills person it doesn't matter male or female this is such a good podcast you learn so much and I know on my own journey it's helped a lot with my own in this insider outsider talk right where sometimes as a white male you just kind of forget things and you take things for granted and Mary thanks for helping challenge me in certain areas but also push me in certain areas to be not only a better product marketer but also just a better human being overall so thank you so much well thanks for listening and having that takeaway That's what it's all about. Nice. Jeffrey, talk to us. You wrapped up season two. You took over from Marcus. I think some of the listeners may remember. Talk to us how season two went and then what you're prepping for season three.
2: Yes. Well, first of all, I totally agree with you, JD. And thank you, Mary, for all the work you're doing. I'm a huge fan of the podcast and definitely an avid listener as well. And I've personally learned a ton in my journey just listening to the podcast as well, listening to both of your podcasts, actually, I will say as well. So thank you to you both. But yes, wrapped up season two. Season two was really phenomenal. We had a really wide range of guests and interviewing a lot of product marketing experts across these really leading startups and leading companies in many respects. For season three, we're shifting gears just a little bit and talking to more seasoned leaders and more senior leaders, I should probably say, at really established companies, Facebook, Calendly, et cetera. And it's a really, really exciting season because we're talking about a whole host of different topics from product-led growth to product marketing measurement to establishing a product marketing team, and of course, everyone's favorite topic, messaging. So we really are diving really deep into a lot of these topics and trying to approach them from a lot of different angles to ensure that hopefully you all listening to this are learning at least something from each of these podcasts and how to approach your own messaging or building your own team or whatever the case may be.
0: Yeah, fantastic. I always love your podcast as well. I always kind of think of it as like, you're really focused on the strategies where I'm really focused on the strategist. And so it's such a good mix of all three of our podcasts for anyone to go out and listen. But season three, Throws and Chills coming out. We got some real bangers. Get ready for it. I'm really excited to get to interview some of the really fun people. We've got people from Loom lined up, Hacker One lined up, Next Health, which is like dentist software and you're like dentist software like what is this unbelievable interview it's so much fun so
2: we all need great teeth
0: oh you know, everyone needs great teeth it's really what it comes down to it is a broken system we kind of like start the conversation a quick preview of like he's talking when was the last time you actually scheduled a dentist appointment online oh
2: it's painful I like, it's painful I was like and, i don't and, think
0: and, I, I don't think i have i think i have to call every time and he's like right. yeah broken Right? (laughs) Exactly.
2: My stepdad was a dentist. And so I can totally empathize.
0: Oh, man. So this is what's coming up. How do you position that kind of software? How do you message it? How do you build around it? And so we're going to be taking a deep dive this season, again, talking to people that are defining what it looks like to be the first product marketer or establishing the function. And so quickly within this bonus episode, I wanted to get your takes. What advice do you have for our season three listeners for someone that's coming in, maybe trying to To establish the function, or maybe they're gonna be the first product marketer. What advice do you have for Mary?
1: Such a good question. And I've actually been in this position myself several times. So, very near and dear to my heart. I have a few recommendations. So, first of all, whether you are trying to establish the function or becoming the first PMM, education is really key. And I mean education for your entire organization, or in some cases, if you're at a smaller company, the entire company itself. So, think about intro to PMM, PMM 101, the lunch and learn kind of series that your companies might have. I've done several of these presentations to just let people know what product marketing is really all about. Secondly, I would really say celebrating what works and actually doing internal case studies is really important. So let me give you an example. At One company that I started at, AdRoll, it was one of the very first product marketers and we were really trying to establish their product marketing functionality. And the product managers were extremely resistant to letting us be part of their launches, which sounds crazy to any product marketer listening to this, but they were used to launching things whenever they wanted Wanted to, And then sending the sales solutions team a note and asking them to put a blog post together or one sheet ad hoc. You can imagine the internal strife this caused everyone. So I found one product manager that was willing to work with us and asked him what his goals were. And of course, his goals were around product adoption and getting people to use the product. So we put a killer launch plan together, knocked it out of the park. I really sang it from the rooftops, all those results and had him come around with me sharing the results of this to the engineering staff and to the product management world. And from then on, they were just clamoring to work with us. So sometimes you need to prove it to actually get the buy-in. So be creative in that aspect. And the third thing I would say is that sharing your plans broadly and getting buy-in is really key. So once you've established what you want to do, what you want your org to look like, what you want your plans to be, make sure that you're sharing that with everyone from the sales coordinators to the CEO. I always say that 10% of your job should actually be communicating what you do. And once you have that plan in place, make sure everyone knows it. And that when you start executing on it, you're giving regular updates. So those three things, educating, sharing terms internal- case studies and getting buy-in and then also making sure that you spend 10% of your time communicating what you're doing, that will help you establish product marketing at your company. And it's not going to happen overnight. It might be three to six months or sometimes even a year, but those things will help you lay a great foundation for getting everyone to really wise up and care about product marketing and what you're doing.
0: Oh, dropping some knowledge in like (laughs) two or three minutes. Love it. Fantastic takeaways. Fantastic advice. I would echo all three of those. You can't see, but Jeffrey's also smiling and nodding. So I think all of us are in agreement with those three. So Jeffrey, anything you want to add and give your own flavor to?
2: Yeah, first of all, I totally agree with everything Mary just listed as well. And over communicating, especially at a earlier stage company or a growing product marketing function, is so important. I have fairly recently started at Iterable about eighteen months ago or so. When I started, the team was three, including myself. Fast forward to today, the team is nine, and we have had to really over communicate and establish this really strong relationship with product and sales and marketing and all of these others, and we've done that through the lens of primarily over-communicating not only our intentions, our strategy, but our progress all, all along the way. And that's been so crucial. So just wanted to echo Mary on that. The other thing I'll add is just certainly as a leader, but even just as a PMM, understanding the broader landscape, understanding how your company operates and how the sales funnel works, what your company CAC and LTV is, like all of those kind of business metrics can really go a long way to defining the strategy and creating that strategy. You don't want to create strategy in a vacuum, uh, especially as a PMM, because you're intended to be this really cross-functional glue to a large extent. And diving deep and leading with empathy and understanding goes a long way to building a strategy that not only helps your company, of course, but extends into the broader market as well.
0: Nice. If you're listening and you're thinking, should I do this? Can I do this? I'll also just echo everything that they just said. What you've heard is not only like go-to-market strategy, but you also heard a lot of internal marketing. And I'm guilty of this. I'll tell you, I work remote. Like I'm a remote employee. We have a headquarters in Seattle. I thought I was communicating at a regular cadence. It wasn't enough. So make sure you're also checking in. When you say regular updates and you're giving that internal marketing, is it enough? Are people digesting it? Are people seeing it? And having those check-ins is one thing I'll just kind of add in too, because I thought I was, right? And it turns
1: out it wasn't enough. So anyway, those are our key learnings. In the past, J.D., just to add on that, I want your goal to be people to tell us to stop communicating about this. (laughs) When they say that, then we know we've overdone it. That has never, ever happened to me. (laughs)
0: I would agree. I've got a long way to go in getting to that point. So just like everyone out there, if you are struggling with this area or you haven't been told that you are communicating too much, keep going, keep doing it more often, educate yourself, get those case studies in, understand those business metrics. So thank you both for coming on such a fun little bonus episode and such a treat to get to see you both, hang out with you just for just a few minutes today as we kick off season three and all of these sharebird podcast so thank you all the pmms out there for listening in and tuning in please mash that subscribe button to all of ours get the follows and reach out tell us what you think tell us how we can be better we always love the feedback i screenshot nearly all of it send it around to my friends or back to sharebird and say hey this is what people are thinking and saying so connect us on linkedin i think linkedin and then even on sharebird to follow and you'll get some updates so thank you both and good luck on season three